G'day punters, welcome to the punting monologue. Jeez, I said that quickly. You don't have it on times too. G'day punters, welcome to the punting monologue. I'm Sonny Munn and with me is Benny Clifton. How are you, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. Um, have you had a look at the good. fields for Saturday? Oh, you know me, mate. Mr. Prep, come on. If a meeting like this doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. What a cracking day of racing. Yeah, let's get stuck straight into it, though, because it's it, we're talking Ram Week. We're talking 10 races, four Group 1s. Am I right in saying that? There's some big ones on the card. That's right. Championships Day 1, it actually is. That's the official name of the day. Ah, so. okay. Championships Day 2 next week. So I don't know how they come up with that name, but it's a grand final for a lot of horses and all these form lines coming together makes for really good racing. So if this is the grand final, Day 2 is going to be Mad Monday. In the words of Benny Cousins, Day 2 is better than Day 1, Day 3 is better than Day 2. Not too sure we can take too much sage advice from Benjamin, but that's okay. I want to take advice from you, Benjamin. Ramwick, how's it looking? Soft? It's going to be soft, yeah. There's a little bit of rain around during the week, and it's not the best drying track. It's not like a Flemington where if they had this sort of rain, it wouldn't be much of a concern. But yeah, I think it will be soft. Bloody Sydney. I think they'll get off the rail in the straight, which they generally do. And yeah, I just I don't want to be yeah stuck down on the rail trying to look for a run so and trying to get out to the better part of the track. So I'll be looking for those horses who, who get that first access to the best part of the track. Well, let's find a few, mate. Let's get started. Race one is a bit of a dash over 1,100 metres, the Widden Kindergarten Stakes. Okay, must have some youngsters running around. We've got Libertad 370 and straight off the bat is my Oman. Come on, Top weight to here me. at five bucks. Oh-ho! Double your money for the place. It's Barber. Yes. Had my first haircut in three years. We we might be lining up here. No, say it ain't so. You do look like Woodley of, of Lano and Woodley fame. Frank Woodley. For the last three years from behind, I've looked like Dickie Knee, so I'll take it. All right, let's do the analysis, hey? You can tell me why it's going to win, and then we'll both be wrong. Well, first of all, the favourite Libertad, who's had a bit of support early on, a um, bit of a market mover, but... I thought it was visually impressive, the favourite, but didn't really back it up on the time, so I was willing to go against it. Probably the same with Salter, who's the second favourite, with James McDonald on board. Shown a little bit of ability, didn't run much time when it when it did win. J-Mac, obviously a big plus, but I just think it's got a, its limitations. So I'm going back to Barber, who I thought it ran really well in probably not the best part of the track last start in the, in the Golden Slipper. Start before that started favourite in the Blue Diamond, so... Got pretty good credentials down in class here. Probably last run you'd want to be backing at fourth run in uh, as a two-year-old. So, But I just think dropping class, Hugh Bowman on board, I expect it to be solid in the market and hard to beat. So I'm with Barber, as are you. Actually, right. I've got one more. I've missed one. I've missed one. Oh, oh. It's a two-horse play. Oh. Because I was so against the favourites and they were taking up so much percentage in the market, it became a two-horse play. The other horse I wanted to back, Wow. Number six, tumbling. Ah. So it won at Ballarat. It was big it was big odds on day, but it was sixteen dollars. I'm willing to forgive that, but it sort of got back and ran home really well. The late sectionals were terrific and I just think with the query over the form lines of the of the first couple in the market in um Libertad and Salter, I was uh, willing to uh, back this tumbling as well. I just think it's got plenty of upside. So Barber and Tumbling in the first for mine. Gee, two-year-olds tumbling at kindergarten. It's all sinking up. I reckon that's a good good shout, that. Race two over 1,600, mate. We've got Osipenko, you'll beauty, the Russian flag bearer, at a buck 75. I'm not going to talk about the rest because surely that's short for a reason. 
Yeah, it is. And you know, this is a horse I've ummed and art about really tipping. And it's probably really it's price dependent, this horse, in that there's no doubt it's a class runner and the race was only beaten by 1.3 lengths behind Animo last start, which is good enough form for a race like this back against its own age. So it's the winner. It's just price dependent. If you could get, I, don't, I doubt you'll get it. If you could get $2.20 plus, I'd be willing to back it. But at the moment, mm. it's seventy five $1.80 in the market, probably a little bit skinny. So I'd back the drift if it did drift, but um, couldn't talk you out of it any anyway. Yeah, but if you're going to have a nudge at it, team, don't go too hard. There's 10 races and have a think about what gambling is really costing you. In race three, we're over 2,600 metres. Go put the kettle on. Crikey. <laughs> And if you're manic for Al, it's Almania at six bucks. Richie Benno, Benno at six fifty. Gin Martini sounds delightful at seven fifty. And Timor, Timor Lest, Lest we forget at nine fifty. Double figures the rest. Do we like anything here? All right, let's just go through the first two in the market. Almania, I'll start with. Mm. Just that race that came out of last start didn't rate all that well. It sort of got back on a slow tempo. It was, it was probably the run of the race, but given how poorly the race rated, I was uh, looking away from that form line. And, and Benno was the other one you mentioned that mm. probably coming through the strongest form lines, but it just seems to be f- following the field around at the moment with no real killer instinct. It's on the back up, J-Mac here, so they've thrown the kitchen sink at it to try and get a peak run, but I just think maybe it's not as good as we, we might have thought maybe 12 months ago. So I'm against those two. The horse I'm with is Gin Martini. I do have a slight concern about its grounding for this sort of trip in that it's only had th- two runs back, 1,600, 1,900, straight up to 2,600, but... It has one up to 3,200 metres, so it does have sort of staying form on its side. And I just think its last win at Rose Hill came from a position where you generally can't be. It was wide without cover. It just kept finding the line and had plenty of merit in the run. So I'm with Gin Martini. $8 uh, out there at the moment. You can back that each way. I think you get a good run for your money. Yeah, nice. You a Martini man at all? Nah, nah. It's got olives in it, doesn't it? Do they have olives in them? Sure do, buddy. Sure do. Bit too mature for your palate. Not an olive man. You stick to beer in clear bottles, mate. Not an olive man. Fair enough. Hopefully we don't get pipped too often on Saturday. (laughs) All right, let's move on to 2,000 metres in race four. Our favourite is Sequestered at 220. Another short one. Premise at six bucks. O de V for the Brandy fans among us at eight bucks. And Hoops for the Ballers at 11. Yeah, and Sequestered, or as the race caller called it last start, start, Sequestered. Mm-hmm. Sequestered. Oh. You would have pulled him up on that, wouldn't you? Oh, I would have put it in inverted the, brackets in, and in let it go. brackets? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the time to, to back the truck up responsibly. Use all rear view mirrors and back the truck up and back this favourite sequestered. Okay. Absolute ripper this right, one so is. it wins. Talented, very talented filly. You have a look at her sectionals. Every last 200 metres she's run is you know, one of the best on the in the meeting. Just finds the line. That's what you want. Goes up to 2,000 metres. Perfect. J-Mac goes on board. Perfect. I just think it'll get a nice run from Barrier 2 and stamp its Oaks credentials. So sequestered, easy bet to have. $2.20, happy to take that price. So of the rest, Premise is a nice horse. Sticky little map from that gate. Not sure where they'll go. They'll have to try and find a back. Probably it is the most legitimate danger to the favourite, but I just think the favourite has got too much scope for the rest in the field. Fair enough. And if you set yourself a deposit limit at the start of the day, then you can back the truck up to that limit, but no further. Race five over 1,400 metres. We've got Talbraca, Talbraca, Tal something. Mm, Bugger if I know it, 460. Akasawa. 
Mm, felt mildly racist saying that at 5.50. Testa Torsa Lens at 6. Kimberly Secrets. Ooh. Then it blows out. I am having a bet, but these are a tricky little race. Country championships final, so they mm. all come from a lot of different heats. So there's a million form lines coming together. And But I have found one. Good. Talbrigar isn't it. Okay, good. Did all the work last start. Can understand that. Gets positive jock, whatever. Don't think it went as well as the horse that I'm backing. The horse I am backing is Akasawa. I just thought last start, time went well. Uh, the race went well, ran really good time. was $5 into $3.70, so completely off the map. The form line has been strong. The second horse running well uh, since. Third horse going well since. Bullock stays on. He's a good country jockey. He can rise to the occasion here. Probably the, the negative with this horse, the barrier is where they're going to get to, but... He sort of has shown an ability to either he could go back from that gate or he could push forward and he's still able to perform. So Akasawa has got the weight to contend with, but I just think it's a class runner in the race and uh, will be hard to beat. Is it Japanese? Oh. Or is that just my mild, subtle racism coming into the fore? The name is. It's bred by a Japanese stallion, so maybe That's there's good a enough for there, me. But... That absolves me of all guilt. Just like Kathy winning in 2000. We're all guilt-free. All right, race six over 1,400. Now we're getting into the big boys here. Or girls. Our top weight <laughs> is hoping to round itself down the straight like a cylinder. Oh, my God, it's called cylinder. What are the odds? The odds are 220. V8 that I incorrectly sequester ed and called vate last time my bad v8 yeah. you're 550 sorry about that don corleone he has maze of vet at six bucks brave meat at 950 empire of japan 15 mahabara if not i'm not going to keep talking go tricky tricky race particularly if you don't like the favorite it's ended up that i've tied myself in knots that i can't have a bet mate you're gonna have to go to some sort of chiropractor or intestinal fortitude doctor the amount of times you tie yourself out. in not oh straighten yourself out mate is there another term i could use just to freshen it up a little bit we could throw it out there you're at sixes and sevens you're um and umming and ahhing you didn't know if you're arthur or martha i'm sure we could whack something in there for you mate i used to know a bloke used to say humming and harring all the time humming and harring he's it used to do my heading Instead of umming and ahhing. Yeah, okay. Humming and haring. There's hemming and whoring, so that bloke's probably gone right smack bang in between and got wrong on both counts. But then again, I called Vate, Vate, and it's V8. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have done the same thing. I probably did do the same thing. Just with this favourite, I think they're going to the well again. Mm. Maybe one too many times. 1,400 metres. I thought. I just thought in the slipper last start it had every possible chance. It had the... Nice running behind and was in the right part of the track where you wanted to be on that day and still couldn't get the job done. Don't love it going to 1,400 metres. Like, great, great colt. Just think maybe they've you know, gone one run too far. Of the of the horses I considered, V8 has been the horse that has had market support. I think they opened it up about $8 into $5.50. It's just that different form line. It doesn't tie in when it, with any of the other horses in this race. So mm. um, I can understand why the market's trending that way. Don Corleone was one I considered, but it was a, again, it's having its fifth run first campaign as a two-year-old is not necessarily going to produce its peak rating. So as I said, I hummed and hard and ended up <laughs> with nothing and we move on and um, there's some good races coming up. So uh, keep our powder dry. Excellent stuff. Let's go over to another big one here. Race seven, just before four o'clock on Saturday Arvo. We should be hitting our stride in all areas of social life at this point. Giga kick. I know that horse at 4.20. Nature Strip. I know that horse at 5 bucks. 
in secret. Oh my god, I know all these horses. Five fifty. I wish I win. I hate that name. I wish I could win. Harden up. I wish I win at nine bucks. Private Eye at nine fifty. Mizzou thirteens. Passive aggressive. Yeah, that'll win at thirteen bucks. And then it sort of drifts out from there. This is a tough one. This is a great race. I mean, mm. what a cracking field of horses. Um, you'd probably expect that in a $3 million race. But all right, let's 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 do this thoroughly. Speed map, passive aggressive going forward. Probably lead. Nature Strip might go outside it. A little bit of speed from Shades of Rose maybe on the outside. Lost and Running could be in the middle of nowhere out there. In Secret, they've got to make a decision with her where they go. Barrier 12, do they push forward? Giga Kick will be midfield or worse. Private Eye will be out the back, as will I Wish I Win. So there's a lot of horses in the market who are going to be in the second half of the field. And for that reason, I'm going with Nature Strip, who's a horse who I've oh. never really been able to catch. But I just think, I thought he was okay in the Lightning. It was obviously disappointing given he started $1.95, but he can put in those sort of runs. But he was he started $1.90 in the Everest in the spring and... Absolutely nothing went his way. It was a huge run, biggest run in the race, but um, obviously didn't get the chocolate. Only got beaten less than a length. You know, any sort of cozy run, and he wins that race. And I just think the punters may forget about this horse. Even now, it's seven dollars on the exchange, five dollars in the market. And you know, I think there will be once the big syndicates get involved on race day. I can't see it drifting too much. It's just got the figures it's got in its career just won't allow its price to get out too far. And I, I think, given the, its preparation into this. I think this is where it's going to do its peak rating for the day. Does like it a little bit of sting out of the ground as well, so um, we'll get that on Saturday. Giga Kick, I can understand why it's favourite. Ran really well first up. Good to the eye. Times were all right. Up to 1,200 metres. Winner of the Everest. But, you know, you have a look at the SPs in the Everest between Giga Kick and Nature Strip. Nature Strip started $1.90. Giga Kick started $21. So I think that shows you a little bit about what the market perceived as a difference in ability on that occasion. Obviously, Giga Kick has been open to improvement. But, yeah, I'm with Nature Strip. I'm confident. I think In Secret might be going to the well one too many times. I think I've used that cliche uh, earlier on in the pod. Um, yeah, I was humming and hiring as to whether you'd use it again. <laughs> Great filly. She's had two grand finals already this campaign. Going to the well again against the older horses. I don't know if it's the right play and couldn't be with her. And I wish I win's going to be at the back. Love the horse. Big task. Private Eye, probably the same. Back on the inside, faces a big task. So I'm with Nature Strip. He's going to be one, the one in the firing line. He, if he runs anywhere near his peak rating, he'll be uh, awfully hard to beat. And I'm going to be with him. Now, does that mean that the Moz is on? I've got it on good authority that you, every time you've had half a shekel on this thing, it's gone backwards. So should this be a bit of buyer beware that you're backing it? I um I don't think I'm alone in the fact he's been a little bit hard to catch. I think we were sort of spoiled with Winks and you know these champions, Winks and Black Caviar, who very rarely got beaten, if ever got beaten. And you know he does throw in a bad one every now and then, but you know his best is uh, up there with the very best. So yes, he has been a little bit of a tricky uh, horse for me personally, but I think we might be on the right side of him on Saturday. I'll look forward to playing that back to you when it comes a tight fourth on Saturday. Race eight now over 1,600. The Donny, the Doncaster Mile. I know these horses as well. Mr. Brightside having a good little, what season are we in? Hmm. Autumn. Autumn? 
Autumn. Mm-hmm. Having a good autumn, Mr. Brightside. Jeez, I'm doing well, aren't I? Wow. Don't even know what bloody <laughs> season it is. What year is it? Who's the president? Converge <laughs> is at nine bucks. Mr. Brightside's at six. Alligator Blood is at nine fifty. Zoo Gotcha at ten bucks. I like the sound of that horse. And Fangirl at eleven. Yes. I mean, it doesn't get any easier. If you have a look, you know, six dollars mm. the field with Mr. Brightside. Actually, was when I... I did the form, had a look at the price, and I'm quite surprised that Mr. Brightside was favourite. Probably the Good value? Zach Burton factor. Uh, I wouldn't say so, no. I thought he'd no. be a bit bigger. Okay. I just thought last start, third up in the All-Star Mile, he was primed. He had a really nice, cosy run, got the job done. But you know, he was $6.50 in that race. He's $6 here. This is a much tougher race, and I don't think he's as necessarily uh, well-suited at the handicap conditions. So, right. yeah, I'm not with him. I'm not with Alligator Blood. I didn't love his last run. I, you know, he did start favouring the All-Star Mile. He got held up a little bit, but I don't think he was going as well as some of the other horses in the race. The horse I'm going with is Zugotcha. I just think yeah, this is okay. A, I like this, that horse. All right. I don't know why, but I like it. This is a set play by Chris Waller. Oh, they've taken it along slowly this time in. First up in the surround, ran well, started favourite, then just an easy kill last start in the far lap. Ran good time, good margins, and drops a lot in weight here. And I just, you just feel like she's been targeted at this race all along and ready to run her peak. When you know, you have a look at a few other horses in the race. Fangirl, it's it's running well, but you know, has it has it been primed too many times this time in? And you know, that was the Mr. Brightside was the classic example of. I think it was Grand Final last start, hard to see him going again a couple of weeks later. So Zoo gotcha, and I mean it's each way, each way yeah, odds. Yeah. Three year old against the older horses. I wouldn't de- I wouldn't deter you from backing it each way. So good race, and I think Zoo gotcha is a nice bet to have. Yeah, I like that. Double figures, three bucks a place. Just remember, chances are you're about to lose. So you don't have to put too much on if it does come in. You are fun through silk, old son. At quarter past five, we go to the Aussie Derby. You beauty. Or Derby, depending on where you're from. But it's Derby. Sharp and smart. I know absolutely no punters I would describe as sharp nor smart. Maybe that's what the N stands for. Sharp and smart's at 350. Pericles at four bucks. Mark Twain. Hey, I did see this week. You know, they every year they give out the Mark Twain Award. America's greatest humorist. And it always goes to like mm. like Tina Fey or Steve Martin or some absolute comedic god, Will Ferrell. They gave it to Adam Sandler this week. That's wow. a stretch, isn't it? Jesus. Maybe you've just pipped poorly sure. I don't know. But I don't know. It seems like a bit of a weird choice to me. He doesn't seem like um, He's not the most erudite, a dude. critic starling, does nah. he, Adam Sandler? Nah. He's a like, lowbrow sort of... Just doing five rom-coms in Hawaii a year with all his mates. Fantastic. All right. Anyway, Mark Twain's at 7.50. <laughs> Manzois. Sounds like some sort of character that Adam Sandler would have done on Saturday Night Live. Manzois at 14 bucks. I won't bother with the rest. So this is another one I hummed and hard about. <gasps> okay. I mean, there's some horses you can just completely get rid of. The the form line, the Alistair Clark form line from Melbourne, no good. You can, um, <laughs> couldn't possibly back a horse out of that. And t- the Tully Stakes form line from last week, that, that went rubbish, that race. So any horses coming out of that sort of form line, you can just put a line straight through. So it leaves us with the New Zealand horses and then the horses coming out of the Rose Hill Guineas. And I thought Shub Smart was good in the New Zealand Derby. forty, you probably expected to win a little bit easier, but it just kept finding the line and, you know, did run second in the Victorian Derby last campaign, uh, went $2.90 and favourite. So no doubt the measuring stick, but I just think 
Pericles is the horse who oh, okay. seems to have gone to another level this time. In he ran in the VRC Derby last campaign, and just seemed to have come all a bit too quick for it. First up in the Autumn Stakes was good. He was caught wide. Market really wanted to be with him on that occasion. Then second up went to 1,800 metres and bolted in. Great run. Last start, really solid in the market in the Rose Hill Guineas and looked all over the winner, but just sort of worried out of it late. I just feel like this is a horse with a little bit more progression in him than Sharp and Smart, and you just know he's going to get a really nice run from Barrier 6, whereas Sharp and Smart, Barrier 17, you just he's just that little bit of query of a query whether he'll get a nice enough run. So I'm happy to back Pericles about the $4, $4.20 mark. Question without notice here. What are the chances of Japanese Emperor doing something? So he comes out of the form line that I said you cannot possibly touch that Alistair Clark race at Mooney Valley. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What about the Alistair Clarkson yeah. form line? Because that's going through the roof at the moment. <laughs> Wasn't he just like a cheerleader on the side on, on the It was weekend? weird. I don't like seeing him smile. It freaks me right out. <laughs> All right, let's move over to the last now. We've got Opal Ridge at 260, Parasol or Parasol or Parisal at 550, Magic Time. Oh, you want to make all your friends disappear? Take up Magic at 850, Wee Nessie at 11s, Russian Conquest at 14 bucks. Are we having anything in the last? No, we're not, but it is still worth talking about. It is a thin little race, but this favourite Opal Ridge is a you know serious horse. Mm. $12 into $9 first up, went back and just thread its way through. I thought it was run to suit on that occasion, so then you've been asked to take $2.40, $2.50 about it here. I do think it'll drift from that quote, so I think if you do like Oval Ridge, I'd be backing it late. Um, just given its racing pattern, it's going to get back in the field that, that it might, yeah, it'll probably most likely drift uh, as the market percentages come down. The the horse I did consider was Paracel. Uh, it went to Mooney Valley last start, went really hard in front, was probably entitled to get beaten, but fought him off. But then I thought, was that a gut buster? So in the end, I hummed and hard. I told myself in knots. So <laughs> you went to the well again. Zigged and I zagged, and I ended up with <laughs> went to the well again, and ended up with nothing because I think we've got enough bets throughout the card. Oh yeah. Hopefully, we'll be counting our cash by the time this race comes around. Well, it looks like an entertaining day. I will be intrigued to see what this favourite does. Yeah, so will I. But. Great day it's a racing. huge, Great huge day. day. Let's just fly through the card if we can, and you pull me up on all my mistakes, please. Race one. Oh, you've got a pattern of two-horse play with tumbling at 13 to 1 in there, and we are both on Barber. Oh, boy. That is not going to end well. Race two, the very short favourite is Osipenko, and you don't mind the look of that thing at all. Gin Martini in race three. Delightful. Race four. Probably the most famous horse of all time is Mr. Ed. Little known fact, first name was Sequester. We're on Sequester Ed. Race five is a tricky little race, and Akasawa should get the job done there. Race six, Cylinder is going to the well again. Incidentally, wells shaped like a cylinder could have been an omen. Don Corleone has made us an offer that we can refuse, so we're not betting there. Nature Strip in race seven is what you're on. You're hoping to get off your duck. Not Robinson Crusoe there, so hopefully we get a win over the line for Nature Strip. Race eight, this looks like a set play from Waller. Zoo Gotcha at double figures and three bucks to place. Have a little each way on that. Pericles in race nine should pip sharp and Smart. The barrier will suit. And you're shouldering arms after a very, very busy day. I tell you what, it took me a while to get through that card, but we did it. Just remember out there, you win some, you lose more. So just set yourself a limit at the start of the day and have fun. Whew. Had to come up for air. Isn't it an absolute marathon on Saturday? But I mean, 
you, you can't get up for a yeah. meeting like this. Is, the, is cricket over? Can you just enjoy yes. the races when you now? you don't play finals, it was over weeks ago. So I will be sitting back after I drop my daughter <laughs> off after swimming lessons. I'm going to turn into an absolute spud on the couch for six hours and have a couple of cents each way. Sounds delightful. I'll give you a best bet. Sequestered race four. Quester Ed. All the way in. All right. Love your work, Benny. Okay, beautiful stuff, mate. That's all she wrote for the Ramwick card in an absolutely jam-packed day of racing. You have given us plenty to work with there, mate. So hopefully we have a bit of success. Good luck to everyone out there who's trying the same. Thank you, Sonny. Good luck, punters. Beautiful. See you next week, champ. See you, mate. Bye-bye.